48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Vicky Wong. The headlines. The government is expected to announce new adjustments to COVID restrictions for arrivals. A property expert predicts a further drop of 10% in flat prices. And about 40% of Australia's population have their details hacked in a telecom company cyber attack. Sources say the government is set to announce new adjustments to COVID restrictions for arrivals as early as this afternoon. Frank Young reports. In the event of the move going ahead, it would come just days after Chief Executive John Lee said his administration was actively studying changes to quarantine rules. Currently, inbound travelers are subject to a 3 plus 4 arrangement where they quarantine in a designated hotel for three days and spend another four under home medical surveillance with restricted movement. On Saturday, the Health Secretary Lo Chong Mao said the government was actively considering scrapping hotel quarantine. The chairman of a Hong Kong real estate agency says he thinks the property market could fall by a further 10% after five major banks in the SAR raised their interest rates for the first time in four years. Nicholas Brook, the chairman of professional property services, said he expected buyers to take a more measured approach and that the rate impact would be felt more in the secondary market. If you look at the market large, we've seen something of the order of 5% fall in the first seven months of this year. I think... Uh, I, I would anticipate we, we could be looking at another 10% by the year-end uh, adjustment. Um, I think it's going to hit the secondary market uh, in a, in a good, to a greater degree, if you like. I mean, the secondary market uh, can't depend on, on uh, incentives and the rest as, as the developers can when they're selling uh, new products. So the secondary market, I think, might even suffer more than a 10% adjustment. Um, so far as the primary market is concerned, I think developers will maintain the headline prices, if you like, but they will offer greater incentives and the effect will be a, a reduction of maybe of up to 10%. Mr Brook was asked whether he thought the government should consider lifting some property calling measures. I'm, I'm not a great advocate of intervention. I think uh, essentially we need to let the market find its natural level. Um, you know, with the restrictions we have. So I, I, personally, I wouldn't want to see any intervention. But they, they already intervened with things such as the double stamp duty. They have done. Um, but I'm not sure now is the time to remove it. Um, uh, I, th I think uh, we should let, let's see, see what the repercussions are in terms of uh, this latest rate, uh, uh, rate hike and see what happens when the Fed does its next uh, 75 basis points. I mean, if then, you know, that, that, that there's been a major impact, then perhaps we could look at uh, a, a adjustment. But, uh, you know, 10% is, if you look at the gains that's been made in the market over the last few years, a 10% correction, if you like, or adjustment is well within absorbability, if you like. Um, people have done, people have made you know, significant gains, their equity is, is fairly uh, robust. So I'm not sure there is the case at the moment for uh, any uh, correction, any intervention. Optus, the Australian unit of Singapore Telecommunications, has been hacked with information on about 40% of the country's population exposed. Radio Australia's Rihanna Whitson reports. 
The personal information of about 9 million customers has been exposed, including names, addresses, phone numbers and email addresses, along with driver's licence numbers and passport numbers for a smaller group. Chief Executive Kelly Bayer-Rosmarin says past and present Optus customers should watch out for things like notifications of password changes on their online and banking services. So it really is increased vigilance and just being alert to any activity that seems suspicious. She says she's disappointed Optus couldn't prevent the cyber attack. Protests in Iran have spread to more than 80 cities and towns on the sixth day of unrest following the death of a young woman after she was arrested by the country's morality police. State television says that 17 people have been killed. Masa Amini's father, Amjad, said the authorities hadn't explained how his daughter died. I asked them to show me the footage from the police officer's body cameras. They told me the cameras were out of charge. I asked them why you didn't transfer her to the hospital earlier when she collapsed at the police station. And they said the ambulance's key was lost for 20 minutes and they couldn't find it. Can you believe this? I still cannot believe she's dead. I don't want to believe she's not alive. The authorities made up a lot of lies. Iranian state media are saying she had health conditions before. But that's a lie. The medical report was full of lies. The doctor told me they would report whatever they liked. I went to the medical office a couple of times. They didn't let me in. Large numbers of Russians have been leaving their country a day after President Putin ordered the mobilization of 300,000 military reservists to fight in Ukraine. Long queues of cars have formed on the borders with Georgia, Kazakhstan and Mongolia. Flights to visa-free destinations such as Turkey are reported to be sold out for the next few days. However, the Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov dismissed such reports. Information about some excitement at airports and so on is very much exaggerated. Very much exaggerated. Checkpoints and so on, there's a lot of fake information about this. So we have to be, let's say, very careful not to become victims of what is simply false information. The Israeli Prime Minister Yair Lapid has called for a two-state solution to the Palestinian-Israeli conflict in a speech at the UN General Assembly. Mr Lapid said that an agreement with the Palestinians based on two states for two peoples was the right thing for Israel's security, its economy and the future of its children. But he said that any deal would be conditional on a peaceful Palestinian state that was no threat to Israel. A large majority of Israelis support the vision of the two-state solution. We have only one condition, that the future Palestinian state will be a peaceful one, that it will not become another terror base from which to threaten the well-being and the very existence of Israel, that we will have the ability to protect the security of all the citizens of Israel at all times. Mr. Lapid's comments are in line with the position that U.S. President Joe Biden set out during his visit to Israel last month. The British government has lifted a three-year ban on fracking for gas in England. The process extracts shale gas from shale rock. The business minister, Jacob Rees-Mogg, said its resumption would help strengthen energy security after Moscow curtailed gas supplies to Europe. The BBC's Theo Leggett explained how this could help British consumers. 
whatever gas does ultimately get extracted from any fracking wells in this country will be sold unless the rules are changed a lot at international prices. So it would un be unlikely to have any effect on what people pay long term either. What it does do, in theory at least, is boost energy security a little bit and provides more domestic sources of energy. But there's an awful lot of uncertainty here. We simply don't know how much recoverable gas is underground in this country. The head of the Chilean armed forces has resigned after a scandal involving the hacking of hundreds of thousands of military emails. The hacking group Guacamaya released a trove of emails this week said to be from military and police sources in several Latin American countries. The BBC's Will Leonardo reports. General Paiva's resignation comes amid questions about how much he knew and when of the weaknesses of the Joint Chief of Staff's email systems. This week, the hacking group Guacamaya released 10 terabytes of material harvested, they said, from police and military organizations in several Latin American countries. 400,000 emails from Chile's armed forces were among them, including some concerning national security. The crisis forced Chile's Defense Minister, Maya Fernandez, to cut short her visit to the UN General Assembly in New York. The emails were said to contain information on cybersecurity, border monitoring, intelligence operations and satellite systems. Spain's Prime Minister has said his country supports a mutually acceptable political solution in Western Sahara, months after backing a Moroccan plan to offer the region autonomy. Speaking at the UN General Assembly, Pedro Sanchez said Spain, the former colonial power, would continue to support the Sawari population in refugee camps. Nearly all the pilot whales stranded on a beach in western Tasmania have died, according to Australian officials. About 230 had been spotted stranded on the waterline on Wednesday, but it's now thought only around 30 of them are still alive. Two years ago, the same area witnessed Australia's largest ever mass stranding, involving almost 500 pilot whales. So what's going on? Penny Clark is from the British Antarctic Survey. We're talking about pilot whales and these whales, their social structures predispose them to strand in large groups. Um, but possible causes could be there's a, a misadventure. You know, they're exploring in shallow waters. It's a misnavigation and they end up in these areas where they, they strand. Or it could be climate patterns that are affecting the weather. And this causes flows of cold, food-rich waters on shore and the whales follow these waters. If one of them maybe is diseased or one of them startled by a predator or something similar, they could then all hear a distress call and follow that one uh, whale on shore. And that's why we get these um, large mass strandings with these social groups. Boeing has agreed to pay 200 million US dollars to settle charges it misled investors over its 737 MAX aircraft, grounded after two deadly crashes. Its former chief executive, Dennis Muhlenberg, will also pay $1 million. The BBC's Jonathan Josephs reports. The two crashes within four months of each other in Indonesia and Ethiopia killed all 346 people on board, grounded the best-selling plane for two years and identified problems that cost Boeing billions to fix. That was bad news for its investors, who the US Securities and Exchange Commission focuses on protecting. In announcing this settlement, the regulator said they were misled by the plane maker and its former boss, who prioritised profits over safety. Neither Boeing nor Mr Muhlenberg have admitted or denied those findings in reaching this settlement. 
Time for a look at sports and we begin with cricket and a spectacular batting display by Pakistan. They've levelled their T20 series against England with an emphatic 10-wicket win in Karachi. Baba Azam hit 110 not out and Mohamed Rizwan an unbeaten 88. Pakistan reached their target of 200 with three balls to spare. The BBC's Henry Moran was watching. A quite remarkable second game of this series that saw a record run chase from Pakistan to win by 10 wickets. The previous highest total chase down without losing a wicket in all T20 cricket was Kolkata Knight Riders 184 in the 2017 edition of the Indian Premier League. Pakistan's openers Babar Azam and Mohamed Rizwan were just magnificent in chasing 200, scoring an unbeaten 110 and 88 respectively. So England will have to lick their wounds. The next game of the series is tomorrow, again in Korea. Archie with the series level at one all. After the match, England captain Moeen Ali says both Azam and Rizwan deserve more respect from Pakistan's cricket fans. Them two have been, I think, the best two in the world over the last two, three years, and people are putting so much pressure on them. They're so busy and they're hitting different areas. You know, Rizwan today got off to a bit of a fly when Baba took his time a little bit, and then Baba, at the end, we, nobody could stop him, so they were brilliant. They're, they're both really busy, they run well, and today was, was their day, and they played really well. To football's UEFA Nations League, where the Netherlands hold top spot in their group following a 2-0 win away to Poland. The Dutch side will make it through to next year's finals if they avoid defeat against Belgium in their final group game. Belgium were 2-1 winners over Wales. Croatia also led their lead their group after beating Denmark 2-1. France beat Austria 2-0 in Paris and Olivier Giroud became the oldest goal scorer in France's history. To tennis and there's huge anticipation for the final match of Roger Federer's tennis career, which will poignantly come to an end alongside his greatest rival, Rafael Nadal. The two are teaming up to play doubles at the Labour Cup in London for Team Europe later today. They'll face Team World's Jack Sock and Francis Tiafo. Nadal says he feels a huge responsibility being part of his good friend's send-off from the sport. Different kind of pressure. After all the amazing things that we shared together on and off court, be part of this historic moment. Gonna be something amazing and forgettable for me. The memories that Rogers brings to the sport, in my personal way, is not. They are not only in matches against me. No, I saw him playing on TV before I arrived on tour. I saw him having success on TV, and then I was able to create an amazing rivalry together. Another of Federer's great rivals, Novak Djokovic, also paid tribute to the Swiss star, saying his impact on the sport cannot be overstated. Of course, speaking on behalf of tennis fans around the world, I'm sure that he's probably the number one tennis player to have inspired so many millions of people around the world to follow tennis. So celebrating his iconic career and his brand and everything he stood for is something that is very special this weekend. And now the weather, mainly fine and hot. The maximum temperature will be around 32 degrees in the urban areas and a couple of degrees higher in the new territories. Light winds, moderate to fresh easterly winds tonight and it will become cloudy gradually with one or two showers. Right now at the observatory, the temperature is 30 degrees, relative humidity at 69%. To end the news, the top stories once again. The government is expected to announce new adjustments to COVID restrictions for arrivals. A property expert predicts a further drop of 10% in flat prices. And about 40% of Australia's population have their details hacked in a telecom company cyber hack. The news from RTHK. On your radio and live online, this is The Brew Till Two. Your smoke in my hair Hot and dirty like the L.A. air 
Pandemic is surging with more contagious mutant strains. The elderly are at the highest risk if a new wave comes. Scientific data shows that those with stable health can receive COVID-19 vaccines. Take your elderly relatives to get the jab at community vaccination centers, designated general outpatient clinics, elderly health centers, private clinics, or hospital COVID-19 vaccination stations, or opt for the home vaccination service. This is James Ross, and this week on the greatest hits of music, Train, Razorlight, Sandy Shaw, and Little Eva. Plus we'll have Lizzo, the Mock Turtles, Blondie, Herb Albert, McFly, and Shania Twain, and our Mystery TV theme tune... ...is this one. Oh, so familiar, but what is it? We will reveal all this Saturday evening from ten past six, right here on Radio Three. Friday afternoon, 19 minutes past one. In about five minutes or so from now, it's sports and all with our man, 
Agence France Presses, Danny Hicks. He's got some Federer farewell for you today. Football internationals, maybe a look ahead to next week's Singapore Grand Prix where Max could win the title. We've got Southern Hemisphere Rugby Championship, which is going to be decided tomorrow in New Zealand, South Africa in pole position. And the list goes on. All we need now is for you to join us on Facebook Live in about five. If you're a sports expert, love to hear what you have to say. in an eggshell Darling, my mind's on a living edge I've been known 